something we're going to do this year, um, I'm going to unpack some prophetic stuff now. And then over the, this is going to, so this is like part one because there's so much. And we're also going to, over the next few weeks, just unpack where are we going as a church? Um, What's our focus for I-61 this year that we know of at the moment? Because we are a, a moving, growing thing. These help me to see. Can I just quickly tell you a funny story? It's going to happen now. It's already started. So I had an email. This is completely unrelated, but it's just really funny because I, I put my specs on. I had an email on Friday, I think, from Sharon, who's doing Kids Church today, just about the dinner because we feed dinner to kids. And she was like, oh, just checking on the sausages. So I like emailed her back. Hi, Sharon, the leftover sausages from my place. We've already put in the church barbecue. I don't know what's left over from Jen and Jay's place. Can you check with her? Blah, blah, blah. Thanks. Kiss, kiss. Send. I get an email back from Alpha Customer Support. Should have gone to Spacesavers. Thanks, babe. <laughs> saying... I'm sorry, we do not understand your request. Could you please clarify? So I emailed them back. Oh, and then um, I emailed Sharon a really short email, the next one, and that's a, that was all she got, and I'd sent the other one, and so she's like, I don't understand what Debbie's saying, and Alpha Customer Service is confused. And I just said, sorry, guys, I should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> Ha-ha. It was funny. I was like, wow, I really should wear my glasses more now. Okay, so we won't get confused here. Um, As I said, I want to unpack some prophetic stuff. So we had Christmas, we had New Year, and I'm just going to take this off now. (laughs) Can't see with them on either. Um, Do you know what? For the beginning of the year, we just rested and we've just done pretty much as little as possible. And we've tried to do that on other years and it just hasn't quite taken off. Because I get really excited in advance and then we're, you know, busy before we know it. But I just really felt God just going, it's okay. Just don't worry. I didn't worry about the international prophetic words for the year and all those sorts of things. I just felt like, let's just do family. Let's just do fun. Let's just have some time off. And um, it's amazing when you stop how God speaks to you and you know in Philippians 4.11 where Paul says I've learned to be content whatever the circumstance I think that's a real key for us when we're in an environment where we're talking about God speaking to us and when we're in an environment where we're not just doing church and we're wanting to go for kingdom dreams it's really important for us to remember to be content no matter what the circumstance before the prophetic word, before the breakthrough, we're content. Because then the prophetic word is not a sugar hit. It's not a jumping from thing to thing. The prophetic is then in the place of our life that it should be, which is God inviting us to more. So, so yeah, I just want to speak into the things that God started to reveal And the really cool thing is I deliberately didn't read some of the international stuff first because I just wanted to just hang out with God and just see what he wanted to say. And then as I was reading it, and then Megan sent through 
the first thing. I knew Megan would send one through, so I was just waiting for it, basically. Um, and I was like, oh, I wasn't surprised at all, but I was so excited to see the alignment in what God was saying through things. Before I do that, so I just want to um, also say something. So there's, I feel like in the room... There's some of us who are quite new in like things of the spirit or there might be some of us that are sort of new to that prophetic environment church thing. But then there are some of us who've been tracking that way for a really long time. And uh, Chris and I got together early in the year and we were just talking about stuff and, you know, we were just being really honest with each other and just going, you know, how we felt a little bit tired about sometimes hearing the prophetic words for the year and we're just both talking about what are we going to do with that tiredness because just because we're both tired it wasn't like well great we're in agreement let's be tired together it was more like okay let's pray for each other here because that's probably not the great place (laughs) that we want to be and that's not the place of listening that we need to be and so yeah before I go anymore I just want to take a moment for those of us who like let's just be real one of our core values is we do real right So let's be real for a moment and just go, how do I feel about the prophetic words I've heard for years and years? Is there tiredness in my heart? Do I feel a bit jaded or even a little bit sceptical of like, okay, I've heard this before. I've heard this before. God, where's the breakthrough? And before we go any further, I actually just want to pray over that. Because even if that's there, that's okay as long as we talk to God about it. Because he's really okay with our struggles. He's really, it's not a problem for him. It's only a problem when we won't talk to him about it. So I'm going to just do the real thing and be bold. And like if you just feel like there's even a smidge of that with you, like I'm going to ask you to be bold and just stand up. I'm going to pray for you because... We don't want to feel tired in spirit. We don't want to have those moments where we're like, yeah, okay, well, that's been said and that's been said. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that yet. God, I don't know if I want another prophetic word. Does that actually relate to anyone? Okay, so just stand up. Let's pray for you guys. Because the fact is, God is still speaking. He is still speaking. And so that means he has things to say if we're going to do the son and daughter thing. Thanks for being bold and for real with us as well. That's really good. All right, put your hand on your heart. Just take a moment to say, God, I'm tired or God, I've been skeptical. Just give it to him. thanks that we can be so honest with you. (laughs) I just want to pray over every bit of tiredness and every bit of scepticism that might have come into our hearts or our minds about the prophetic. And I just want to cover that now with your grace, with your healing and with your love. And God, I pray now that you would just show each person a picture or a word or a sense 
that says, I'm still speaking to you. I still have things to say. You're my son. You're my daughter. There's so much more. declare something over you which is actually one of the prophetic words and I want to declare this over the tiredness and the skepticism 2017 is going to be a divine surprise for many and I want to declare over you that there will be a surprise of a hunger and excitement again to hear the voice of God in the prophetic whether you have faith for great things in 2017 or whether you're feeling hopeless and finding it hard to believe again, the Lord is going to surprise you in 2017. The Lord has been speaking about surprises all year, but some things you haven't even expected or you don't even have a grid for is going to be brought to you on a silver platter in 2017. Favour is going to knock on your door with divine surprises. In Jesus' name. All right. When you're ready, take a seat. If you need to stand for longer, that's fine. Thanks for doing that. It's really good. So basically the prophetic is just the invitation of God. Right? It's not actually saying this is going to happen. It's saying, come with me. This is what could happen. The last foundational thing I want to say is, um, before we go into some specific things, is like when it comes to the prophetic, it's actually really important and really good of us to weigh everything up. So like when you hear things, when you read these things, when you take these things into your heart, here's something that God has spoken. And you know, we have verses like Jesus says in John 10, 10, I've come that you would have life and have it to the full. In Luke 1, 37, it says, with God, all things are possible. John 16, 13, 33 says, in this world, you'll have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. So when the prophetic is all just bad, 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 God's, God's saying, well, it may get tough, but in me, you have victory, I've overcome the world. So when we're given stuff, when we're given prophetic stuff, we always weigh it up. And if it's in conflict with the Word of God, we know that we can throw that away. When it's not sitting with our heart right, and it does weigh up with the Word of God, then we probably just need to bring someone else in and go, I'm, I don't know why this is not matching up for me. So it's really important that we weigh stuff up because God is going to speak to us dynamically through one word in a hundred different ways which is really, really cool. So the Bible's really important in the prophetic as well. Okay. The primary thing that I felt God is saying to us in 2017 is that He wants to be invitational with us, which is actually the nature of the prophetic anyway. But what I, what I saw and just had a sense of when I was at home worshipping was just like he is specifically being invitational 
to you this year. This is about Him calling you back into some things. And then a week or so later, Megan passed me on the word. I'm going to be flicking around some papers, so bear with me. Um, Megan passed on this word and it's from Lana Vorsa. don't know whether many of you have heard of her. She's a fairly well-known prophetic voice in the Australian, um, in Australia. And basically it's all a, a prophetic word about doors, which... Yeah, so she says this. I'll just read a portion of it. The Lord showed me this is a season where there will be doors, 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 and more doors opening to the pioneers and the forerunners. Where there's been a past season for the pioneers and forerunners attempting to maintain ground and stay alive in the pioneering and forerunning, that now the season has shifted. The dawn has been awakened over those ones to move into a new season of opportunity like they have never known before. The thing about a door is you can choose to go through it or you can choose not to. You can stay on this side of the door or you can go through it. I feel like God has a whole series of invitations for you this year and for us as a church. And I'm only going to list out four here, but I know that there are so many more and He's going to be opening those up to you. So the first invitation I really specifically felt was that God in His goodness was inviting you to co-labor with Him. He's calling you back in to co-labor with Him. So this is the goodness of God. You know, He's pretty big. He can pretty much work the whole thing out. He could cover the earth with His glory like that if He wanted to, but He chooses to cover the earth with His glory like the waters cover the sea through us, through his bride, through the church, you and me. And I feel like it's like he chooses. He wants to choose to partner with you afresh. And um, I just have, there's one to read here. from Cindy Jacobs. I've got my pages numbered, but it's tricky. Where she says this, if we put our hands to the things pertaining to the kingdom of God for his sake, we will begin to prosper. It is critical that we spend time seeking the Lord for the right alignment. This is the year of breakthrough to release the following things. Mantles and anointings of the Holy Spirit are going to be released across generations. This is the year of securing your legacy. What has God called you to? What has He had on your heart? What is the legacy that He's calling you to leave on earth? I believe that He's calling us back in for those who've become tired and those who've left it behind to say, I just need a break. In fact, Doug Addison says this, many people, sorry, the Lord is closing the books on the previous season of your life. Many people are feeling as though they've somehow missed the Lord or they've messed up. Many people have become discouraged and hopelessness has set in. But hear the words of the Lord. This is not the time to pull back, but it's the time to move forward. 
is the time to move forward. He wants to co-labor with you. And I kind of feel like that invitation in itself is like him saying, come back into the prophetic. Come back in to how we're going to partner together. Come back in and I'm going to release new mantles to you. I'm going to release things to you that you've had a dream on your heart for. But now I'm saying now is the time and we're going to do this. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if Tim was on one side of the drum and the other and he's like, well, let's get married. And I never <laughs> go across to him and he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, have kids and get the house and all that sort of stuff. But we're not actually together in doing that. That's not going to work. That's not going to move anything forward. He wants to co-labor with you. And I just think to me that just shouts out the goodness of God. He will not move ahead of you when He has put something on your heart. He's waiting for you to step into alignment and say, okay, let's do this. So what is that? Some of you are going to go, I have no idea what that means, but I like the sound of it. And some of you are going to go, I kind of exactly know what that means. What is it? What does he want you to co-labor with him? It's not a religious co-labor. It's not a like, now I'm going to be exhausted. I'm going to be speaking to that in the next one. It's just like, what is it? Okay. Invitation number two. I feel like what I saw was us all in like in our busy worlds and we just keep doing this. Busy, 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 busy. And I feel like he's inviting you to stop and let him invade you with his presence. And we're so busy, but he's inviting you to stop and be invaded you know if if things are going to happen if we're going to co-labor with God if new mantles are being released and anointings are coming and things are going to break through we need to stop we're going to need it more than ever I want to read if you want to stand up right now and receive this it's going to be good just, you don't know what it is that you're going to receive. But if you want to receive something, just stand up. Put your hands out and just stop. Just stop and receive. There is a great refreshing coming in 2017 to know His breath, His presence, the invitation to deeper places of intimacy, to know the wind of the Spirit, the winds of change, the winds of reviving, the winds of resurrection power, the winds of life as you commune with Him. There will be tremendous acceleration in 2017 and there is going to be a temptation to be overwhelmed. But do not let yourself get caught up in the busyness. Know that as you prioritise time to soak, you're going to see greater fruitfulness in our intimacy. And you're going to hear me clearly among the acceleration. Soaking in Him, 
taking time to stop. It's going to be big. If you actually, we're happy to email all these um, words out if you want to read more. There's a huge priority on soaking and stopping and hearing his voice. If you need to keep standing and receiving, just do that. If he's doing something, just go with it. If you need to lie down, do that. If you need to jump on a chair, do that. There's going to be acceleration. I really can feel such a sense of acceleration. I can feel a sense of really intentional purpose this year. And, you know, if I was to look at my diary already, I could really freak out because it's pretty full and it doesn't even include a lot of time to do some fun stuff yet. And we're going to be putting that in the diary for sure. So what do I need to do? I need to not become overwhelmed. I'm just going to take time to soak. So I'm going to give you permission to say to me this year, how are you going? How's the stopping going? How's the soaking going? Because I need this and you need this. If I'm going to lead you well, if Tim and I are going to lead you well, my absolute priority has to be to stop and to take him in. Or I'll just be leading you out of a whole lot of good energy, some nice vibes and some excitement and maybe hopefully some good parts of my personality. But that's going to be it. I don't want to give you that. I want to give you the fresh Holy Spirit anointing that you have come for and that you're hungry for. And this is what we've all come for. So this is what we want with each other. Now, we do do soaking, actually, as a group on Thursday nights. And we're going to look at creative ways that we can do that corporately. But if you want to know more about that, that is on Thursday nights. But we'll probably be communicating more to you about that. And also in terms of the invitation to the prophetic, we have the prophetic rooms. They're starting again tonight. So, so just jump in. Just jump in. Say yes to the invitation and see what's going to happen. All right, number three. I believe he's inviting us. Oh, this can be tricky, this one. Some of you are going to love to hear this and some of you are maybe not so much. I feel like he's really specifically inviting us to expand our capacity specifically for the kingdom. Now, Sometimes that's a hard thing to say because people are like, oh, great. All people, we all do is like this. Oh, I feel tired now just thinking about that. No, 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 no. That's religion. That is so not what I'm talking about. I'll read some more about that in a moment. Tim's actually going to speak into the capacity thing in a few weeks. So I'm not going to say too much on it. What I do want to say is when we... When we talk about extend, expanding our capacity, extending our tent pegs, all that kind of stuff that we've talked about and, or that you might have heard about in the past, typically, here are some things that we do. We become really overwhelmed by the busyness of life in our Western world. And in our overwhelmedness, we start to believe lies about our capacity. And then we align our world and everything else to fit in with those lies and we shrink our world down so it's just big enough to feel comfortable. So we need to, we're going to minister into that in weeks to come. 
The other thing that can happen is we do feel like an expansion, you know, like we can feel like an expansion, a grace of God in our spirits and we start wanting to go for it and we get distracted. We just, you know what? We have a hundred different options of what we could fill our time with, let alone options that aren't even that important, like you know, games all the time. Love you. Yeah. You know, like... There's so many things where we can get so distracted. Do we need to have fun? Do we need to have space to be distracted sometimes? Yes, we do. But when we're talking about expanding our capacity and then we just fill it up with stuff that God probably wasn't even talking to us about and then other things come up and we're like, oh, well, I don't really have time for that. And I feel like sometimes we miss what the expansion is about. So I want to I just read... Um, I'm just going to read on from what I read before, which really links in to the expansion thing. As the Lord was releasing new mantles, I saw him smiling and he spoke. These new mantles are for the significant increase that is upon you in this new season of 2017. There will be a greater capacity and a greater grace. I also saw the words significant strategies, sorry, significant strategic strategy. And I felt the Lord say that as these new mantles are released, that clarity and wisdom releasing significant strategy to know how to operate into these new mantles is coming. So as I said before, I'm just going to read this again. Know as you prioritise time to soak, you're going to see greater fruitfulness and greater intimacy and you're going to hear me clearly, you will see your capacity increase. When you stop and do this, suddenly things feel a lot more spacious. You're going to live with greater peace and you're going to see a greater manifested victory and you're going to see greater amounts of fruit for little effort. But you will not be overwhelmed by the doors. What does expanded capacity mean when God gives it to you? It means you're not overwhelmed. It means there's peace with it. It means that you're going to have greater amounts of fruit for little effort. You're not going to be overwhelmed by these doors. Because you have soaked, because you have stopped and spent time with me, I have given you strategy before the doors even appear to you. So God's expanding us to make room for the new mantles that he's placed on your life, for the spheres of influence that you're going to have. And if you don't know what they are right now, just take this on and just go, okay, God, I'm going to want you to show me what that looks like, what that means. But what you need to know is do not be overwhelmed. Do not feel, ah, it's not about that. It's about if I, if I say it, it's totally going to be possible. But you need to spend time with me because I'm going to show you the strategy. It's going to trump every other strategy and time management course you could ever do. So he's inviting us to expand our capacity. Last one. And this will be just a fave. I know it will. So hold back your excitement. I feel like he's inviting us to the joy of surrender and sacrifice. 
Sometimes people wouldn't necessarily put together the words joy and sacrifice in the same sentence. But you know what? I just, as I had a sense of this, it was just like, you know, when it's God, it's got joy on it. If it's religion, it's got pain all over it. Don't go there. But if it's God, it's an absolute joy. I actually spoke a few months ago on Romans 12 about offering ourselves as a living sacrifice. So I don't want to go into it heaps now because that could be a whole message in itself. But it basically talks about like the power of the oneness that we have through Jesus' death and resurrection. So when we actually understand the power of that oneness, offering ourselves as a living sacrifice is a total joy because it's kind of like... I don't know whether you've noticed our beautiful seven-seater Honda Odyssey out there. It's a lovely car. It does cost us quite a bit of money regularly. It perhaps needs a trade-in, but it would be like trading in the Odyssey for a Porsche. You know, sometimes it's like, well, I don't want to give up what I have. But actually, if I give that up, I'm getting the Porsche. Josh is keen. <laughs> like we feel so scared sometimes to lay everything down but actually to say God whatever you want and however you want it to be is actually really freeing and like a huge joy because as if you're going to give God a Honda and as if he's going to give you a I don't even know what other car is bad? That's probably a bad example. Datsun 120Y. Thank you. I was thinking of a Datsun actually. But like as if you're going to give God everything. You know those songs that talk about laying down our crowns. We count it all as loss for the joy of knowing Him. He is going to give you every riches. He is going to take you to heavenly places. And He is going to show you just what your inheritance looks like. He's going to show you just what your dreams look like through His eyes. He's going to show you what your callings look like through His eyes. He's going to show you what your favour looks like when He has everything in His hands and He tends to your heart so well. I just want to read one more. Doug Addison says, Get ready to do what it takes to align yourself to receive in this new season. Whatever it takes, that's surrender. Whatever it takes, God, I don't, I don't care. If it's you, I want it. If it's not you, I don't want it anymore because it's not good enough. When God confirms, if, if necessary, when God confirms these things, expect to see changes in your living situation. So I don't know what the joy of surrender looks like for you. You will know that and you will know the joy. And we're going to hear testimonies this year of what it was like to give something that you were holding tight to. And God said, here, I'm going to give you this instead. And you know what? We hold really tightly to the way that people think about us. We hold really tightly to what we have. We hold really tightly to the way that we make our money. We hold really tightly to things that we just, just let it all go. See what happens. Can't be bad if it's God. 
So they're the four invitations for today. How are we going to co-labor with him? How are we going to stop? And how are we going to do that as a church family? How are, how are we going to expand our capacity as a church? I feel like we need to really get back into Isaiah 61. What does that mean for us as a church? What does it look like? How do we reach the poor in a rich place? Because there are poor people. How do we minister healing to people's hearts? It's exciting. We have a lot, a lot to unpack this year. And we probably don't have enough time to do it. But you know what? We don't need to be overwhelmed. Let's just do what he wants. And so we have our plans. We have what we feel God is saying. But when God shows up in power and glory... The program will go and whatever he wants will happen. I mean, we tend not to try and hold too tightly to the program. Okay. What we're going to do is we're about to finish Um, and I just really if one or two or four of those things or three (laughs) of those things are really just tapping into something for you I actually want you to come down the front and I just want to pray for you guys let's just say yes to him that's what the prophetic is it's an invitation so the beginning of partnering with him is like, okay, God, yes. Yeah, that sounds good. I want to do that. So if that's something that's tapping into for you, if there's some specific things that you're going, yes, I know what that's about, then great. Come down the front. I want to pray for you. If you actually have no idea, but something in your spirit is excited, then I want to pray for you too. So hop up. Those who want to come down the front, come down the reach out a hand, shall we? And for some of you, I feel like there's actually a literal prophetic act that you need to do. Um, for some of us, if we're just kind of feeling either just in spirit, just kind of sleepy or heavy and lacking energy or just unclear and a bit foggy, I just feel like there's an invitation to simply take a step forward and take a step out of that. Because often when we find ourselves in that situation and we do what we know to do to kind of break through it and it doesn't seem to shift, it's almost like we just accept it and we align with it. And so in taking a step, we're just breaking alignment with 
the kind of the flatness and the nothingness in spirit, whether that's discouragement, whether that's disappointment, whether that's, I've heard so many words for the year, over 30 years, 20 years, whatever it is, and I just haven't seen the whole of it. Whatever it is, I just feel like there's a simple step forward, like quite literally right now, just take a step forward. And then just confess loud enough for you and the Father to hear it. I'm breaking alignment with that stuff. I'm breaking alignment with confusion. I'm breaking alignment with sleepiness and spirit. I'm breaking alignment with the belief that nothing's going to happen, that nothing's going to change. I may not know what is going to happen, but I flatly refuse to believe that the God of heaven and earth who is in me is inactive. I flatly refuse to believe that the God who fills the entire universe is impotent and powerless against my circumstances. I I just don't align with that. For some of you, it's a step forward to say that you need to start with your mouth declaring who God is over that circumstance that thing that you've just kind of accepted and gone, I don't know how to shift this thing. I don't know how to move it. So I'll just accept it and I'll I'll kind of arrange my life around it. I feel like this year is a year of no more of that. And if you don't know what else to do, just start declaring who God is over that situation. Like get that situation in your mind's eye and then start declaring My God is greater. My God is stronger. My God is higher than any other. My God is bigger than discouragement. My God is bigger than disappointment. My God is bigger than my pain. My God is greater. So we declare that over all of us today, Father. We declare your goodness. We declare your power and your life. We declare the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is living in us. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead is living in us. And if death couldn't hold Him, my circumstances can't either. Jesus, You are bigger. You are Lord. We say yes to your invitations. We say yes to your invitations. We command our hearts and our bodies to align with your truth. We command our heart and our body to come alive in your presence afresh. We say to our hearts, open up and experience His goodness in new ways this year. We say to our bodies, this is the year to step into greater healing than I've ever experienced before. We will not accept our current circumstances as normal because you called us into a glory to glory life. So even if where we are right now is glorious, it's still too small to contain you. So we say glory to glory. We say upgrade, we say increase. We give you permission to smash what we thought was possible. We say yes to your surprises.
I just also feel like we need to just invite those. I mean, if you're already standing and want to stay, great. Just, I just feel like we need to release the fresh fire of the Holy Spirit. So you see what happens when the fire of the Holy Spirit comes is we get to encounter Him. <laughs> so all the thoughts that you might be having that get in the way of stuff, that don't matter anymore because you're encountering God and He consumes you. He's an all-consuming fire. So if you want to, if you just want, Megan, do you want to pray with me? We're just going to pray for fresh fire. If you um, want to come up and just have a, a fresh fire experience, like some people might physically react, but you know, it doesn't always be that way. We don't, we actually don't judge the outward appearance because God can do amazing things on the inside and sometimes nothing's happening on the outside and sometimes it can be the reverse. What we know is that there's a fire of God to be released. So we're just going to pray for that for a minute. Why don't I actually just, I'm just going to pray over everyone. You're in the room, so this is going to happen. And then if you need to go or if you could just turn around and pray for someone, then do that. And then I'm going to pray for individuals as um, those need to get their children and that sort of thing. So why don't I do that? Just put your hands out, put your hands up. Just get ready to receive. We're just declare a fresh fire of the Holy Spirit to fall in this place. all-consuming fire, all-consuming fire, that every single person would be consumed by your fire, that there would be a fresh touch, a fresh touch. Just declare that we could not contain you, that we could not contain you.